any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, overthinking, mental and emotional failures. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist Podcast. State of the Artist Podcast, episode 10, 10th anniversary. This episode is about catching up. Okay, this is a behavior and it is the greatest tool that artists have for marketing and for intentionally reaching more people aka getting a fan base. Uh, I know. Okay. So it, it's the best thing. It's a behavior and it's the best marketing tool possible. So follow me through the explanation of catching up. I get a lot of music sent to me through my newsletter mostly. Uh, and it's from artists who want me to check out their shit. And it's great because I get to see where everybody's at and what everybody sounds like and give comments if I'm asked. And if I'm not, I would never do that. But if I'm asked, I'm happy to. And uh, 50% of the music that I get is from people 14 to 26. And 50% of the music that I get is from artists 27 to 65. Of the 27 to 65 group, when I listen to 85% of that music, my knee-jerk reaction is, this sounds dated and old. 85% of the time, but the older group. So that raises interesting questions in my mind. There's a pattern there. So I go, thing the first, why do so many artists in that age group make dated sounding music, the production and the arrangement and the recording? And thing the second, can you do anything career-wise, fan-base building-wise, with dated sounding art? So to answer the first question and, and get along to the point of catching up, why do artists make dated sounding music? Well, as people, we get stuck, we get locked into the past. We do it with ideas and beliefs and relationships and behavior and music and art and growth. We get locked into the past. We get locked into when we were most inspired and when we felt the best and when we were uh, most in, in the growth mode and we lock then and go, that was the best. And time passes and we stay locked into the past. In the case of one artist in that age group, a 40 year old female artist that sent me music and my knee jerk reaction when I put it on, my first reaction was this sounds dated. Same thing. And I went, this sounds like 1997. Sarah McLaughlin, surfacing album. Yeah, you're working, building a mystery. Sit down, yet and do carefully. Excellent song, excellent album. Biggest artist on the planet, probably. Uh, then, right? Her music sounded like that. Why? Why is she making music that sounds like that? Because she was probably 15 years old in 1997 or something like that. And Sarah McLachlan was at the height of her relevance and stardom. And our artist was at, at her most 
willing to be inspired by music and heard Sarah McLachlan and went, that's the shit of all time. I'm going to make music like that and I'm going to make it my career, right? A lot of energy in that experience. And then time passed and she stayed locked in to what she knows, to what's the best in her experience. And now it's 2020 and she's sending me music that sounds like 1997. Not a bad or a good thing, just an observation. Now, the next question is, who's looking for music that sounds like 1997 in 2020? Can you have a career presenting dated sounding music that has not shifted with culture? As people, here's what we like. We like old, old shit. We like the stuff from our own life experience when we were most inspired. Old, old shit. The coolest stuff. The stuff that you joke with your siblings about. Remember fucking Yahtzee. Whatever. You, you love old, old shit. And a lot of us not everybody loves new, new shit, new ideas, new beliefs, new growing. We, we certainly like new technology. You're going to definitely get a, the new phone or the new this or the new that. We like old, old shit and we like new, new shit. We do not like new, old shit. We don't like new, old shit. You will not get an iPod shuffle. You're not going to get a VCR or start buying CDs again. We don't like new old shit. And the problem with making music that sounds like Sarah McLachlan in 2020, that sounds like Sarah McLachlan in 1997, is that's new old shit. So almost no one is looking for that. Right? Almost nobody wants to hear that. If I heard Surfacing by Sarah McLaughlin today, I'd go, that's a great record. And I'm not going to buy merch or become a real super fan of this because it's not real relevant to today. And it's not in my old, old shit experience of what I loved. Very rarely would we get on board to that level of investment in something that's new old shit. So it's a very narrow margin for building an audience when you present in 2020 new old shit, dated sounding stuff that sounds like when you were most inspired. And it's a problem with catching up, right? There's that term catching up. It's a problem where the culture has shifted you locked into the past and failed to catch up. So you, you are out of date. You're out of touch because the, sh the culture's job is to shift. All you have to do is keep caught up. And I know it's triggering some sell out kind of shit in your mind going like, I don't know if you got to catch up. I know. We're going to get to that. My father, three years ago, Gone Birdie and I were on a beach with my dad and my dad's 65, 70, 
nine. He's an older guy. And uh, Gon goes, Don, put on some sunscreen. And he goes, ah, no, don't need sunscreen. Didn't need sunscreen when I was 10. And we go, in 1960. Yeah, we've learned so much about the sun since then, though. And it's burning you to death, all of us. We know that. Yeah. But locked into the past. You can't even blame somebody because we all do it. Locked into the past. I had a life coaching client six years ago. She liked amusement parks. It came up in conversation. What do you think of the new Harry Potter Universal Studios amusement park? She goes, I don't like it. I go, why? Isn't it the most state-of-the-art, modern, fucking awesome rides and everything? Amusement uh, park attraction? She goes, no, I don't like it. And I went, oh, oh, you like your childhood. You don't like amusement parks. You like your childhood. That's right. I do too. That's me too. I like my childhood. I like the old, old shit. Right? So people get locked into ideas. You can go anywhere on the social justice spectrum with this, right? People picketing fucking black people going to university. You know, what's happening with gay people always, you know, transgender people. These are fucking people that like the old, old shit that can't get the new, new shit. We get locked in the past and it's dangerous for artists because we do it with social media and we do it with our sound and our style. We do it with everything. We do it with social media. Oh man. How many conversations have you had with yourself about TikTok? Oh, maybe I should, but it's not for me. I don't like it. I don't get it. Facebook fucking changed its user interface. Ah, it was better before. Your face is better when I knew how to. It's going to take you 45 seconds to learn it. We fucking hate that. So we get locked into the past. Catching up is the behavior of becoming cool again. Becoming up to date. I caught myself saying, I don't like trap music three years ago. My brain went, you don't know trap music. I went, that's a good point. If I was 15, I'd like trap music. It's a very huge, huge fucking genre that has definitely shifted the culture and affected the world. So why didn't I take three days and listen to it until I get it? And I did. And then on day two, I got it. And I went, I love this. This is punk rock. This is all expression, no technique, all, uh, all expressive fucking, uh, it's expressive. It's punk rock. It's all expressive. But it's not about politics and it's not about uh, social justice. It's about Gucci and killing people. But that's because that's how 15-year-olds flex now. That's what they're interested in. Right? It's, it's a bravado thing. No differently than the goth kids or the emo kids of the 2000s or whatever. Just flexing. Just figuring it out. Trying to, trying to figure it out. And I got it. I went, Trap is fucking awesome. It's punk rock. I caught up and it opened my brain. Okay, now here's the interesting thing. So what, are you making trap music now? No. No, that's not how it works. When you catch up, the fear is that you're going to identify with this new thing and you're going to, like, that's going to become me. That's super fucking arrogant. No, it's not. What's going to happen is the same thing. 
that happened to you when you were first inspired. You're going to listen or consume it until you understand it and get it, maybe even love it for what it is. And then you're going to add it as an influence to what you already have. You, the person you. Add it as an influence. I like this, and I love this, and I like this, and the rest is not important. You add it as an influence, and it becomes you, but you get to catch up and become cool again. The art of becoming cool again is catching up. It is the greatest marketing tool artists have because it has to do with shifting with the culture, going where the people are. The reason it sets off your mind to go, sounds like a sellout thing, is because it sounds like I'm talking about trends, but I am. But what I'm saying is learn the trends and then decide about it. Don't reject that it's even a thing. They still exist. The best homework I could give you for, for catching up would be uh, on, on the social media tip, TikTok, the reluctant choice of a social platform for most artists, even though it's clearly shifting the culture and changing everything. We're still reluctant. And we go, I don't want to dance on there. Nobody fucking said you have to dance on there. You don't have to do anything on there. But what's interesting is there are trends on TikTok that get reach. That's what a trend does. The niche, the trend. And there is a way to identify a trend that fits with your life and your art. And the homework I would say is do one trend video on TikTok. Does not matter followers, likes, anything. Not about that even a little bit. Identify the trends and then go, where could I fit? Let me try this and try one. You might be very surprised to realize that you're able to go, oh, that's actually really unique and interesting and relevant to 2020. I'd like to take this part and this and this part and this part and then tweak it to add my own thing. And all of a sudden you go, oh my God, I remain me, but I'm just cool again. Catching up. State of the Artist Podcast, Episode 10. 